Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now wherever you're listening. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, I'm Liana Holston. And I'm Sienna Jekyll. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, the podcast where two idiots watch every film on the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time, the very slightly less racist 10th Anniversary Edition. This podcast is a safe stoop for people who don't know anything about movies. Today, we're watching... Do the right thing. Why don't you move back to Massachusetts? I was born in Brooklyn. Number 96 on the AFI list. Warning, there will be spoilers about this sweltering old Mm. film. Final five movies. Wow. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Guys, we have watched... So many movies. This is more movies than I've ever seen in my life. That's probably, that's definitely true. I believe that. Yeah. I said it because I believe it. (laughs) Content warning that we will Mm -hmm. be discussing police brutality, anti-black racism. There's like a lot of slurs in this movie. A lot of slurs. about racial tension. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Sienna. Liana. Did you know about this movie? I have a special relationship with this movie. Okay. Oh, I hated how I said that. I yeah. That. I, it was, it was certainly interesting. I've been watching too much. Mm. Oh. <laughs> so that was Katya coded. Hi, um, gay. Yeah. I'm really sorry about how I said that. Um, I have <laughs> seen this movie. I Okay. Or, uh, okay. Let's just listen to my prediction. All right. Hi, Liana. Hello. It's Sienna. I'm about to watch Do the Right Thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've conveyed to you just how many times I've seen this movie. Oh. But I had to write a paper on it in college. Oh. And I really really enjoyed it. I like this movie. Yeah. Um, But I'm used to taking notes on it. However, it's going to be really nice to take them outside of an academic context on Mm. a paper that I'm about to do poorly on. Mm. So, uh, (laughs) looking forward to watching. Yes. I love you. Goodbye. Aw. I 
Wow. Avoided writing that paper like the plague. And in order to avoid writing it, I kept researching it by watching the movie over and (laughs) over and over. Yes. I would be like, you know what? Let's just. Let's just do it another time. I, you know what? I'm not sure if I saw it clearly that time. I'm yeah. going to watch it one more time. And just, Let me and make just, sure I'm absorbing know. the themes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So wow. I've seen it countless times. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we should just anyway. read your paper for this episode. No. <laughs> I didn't do well. I didn't do well. <laughs> I was not cut out for film analysis. Oh, my gosh. Which is funny that you're all listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> well, Sienna, here is my yes. prediction okay, for Do I the really- Right Thing. I'm really interested. Okay. Thank you. Hi, Sienna. It's Liana. I'm about to watch Do the Right Thing. Yes. Which I do not know anything about. (gasps) Yep. So, my guess, I predict there will be a moral quandary. (laughs) And somebody will be like, oh, what's the right thing to do? (laughs) I hope I do the right thing. (laughs) Mm. Maybe it'll be, maybe there'll be moments of comedy. (sighs) Maybe. Love you. Bye. Okay. So you were imagining like a PSA. I guess so. Of sorts. I think I was imagining the after school show. What would you do? (laughs) This is like the, the, the response to that. Well, I would do the right thing. Do the right thing. Mm -hmm. This is what it looks like to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did not. I didn't know anything about it. Well. Well, for the listeners, I could give a little synopsis if you'd like, if you're you interested. You have to. It's part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little something I thought up. You could and um, you must. Do the right thing. Racial tensions run high on a summer day in New York City. Spike Lee plays protagonist Mookie, who delivers pizzas and just wants his paycheck, please. Characters spend the day sweltering and conversing on bed stoops. We're grabbing a slice at Sal's famous pizzeria, a shop owned by white Italian-Americans, who are varying degrees of racist, by the way, in the otherwise predominantly black and Puerto Rican neighborhood. The first big kernel of tension arises when Buggin' Out notices Sal's restaurant doesn't feature any black celebrities on its wall of fame, despite having mainly black patrons. After a scorching day of racist microaggressions and macroaggressions, things come to a head when a fight breaks out between Sal and Buggin' Out's boycotters, and Radio Raheem, at the end, is murdered by police. Sal's restaurant goes up in flames, and the next day is forecasted to be even hotter than the first. The end. That was excellent. Thank you. We should have had you write a paper on every film. Yeah. (laughs) Liana, I would love to hear some historical context about this film, if you would, please. Yeah, absolutely. And once again, a content warning here that we will be discussing police brutality in America, specifically in New York. Hello, and welcome to the historical context for Do the Right Thing, the 1989 film directed by Spike Lee. The first black director on this AFI list, I believe. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Took 96 films to get there on the American Film Institute's list. This movie was the feature film debut of Martin Lawrence and Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez and Spike Lee have since made amends, it's worth saying, but Rosie Perez did voice discomfort at having to do the nude scene in the film. 
I remember that. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they've made amends. I'm glad. I too am glad they've made amends. <laughs> Spike Lee considered Robert De Niro for the role of Sal. Oh, I see that. But De Niro ultimately turned it down, apparently, saying that he had played similar roles before and wanted to try something else. I'm not really sure what he tried. <laughs> that was <Yeah>. different. <laughs> but okay. Go also, off. Interesting. It kind of makes sense to me about De Niro that his whole thing is that he wants to just play really different roles than he's played before. That's mm. kind of making things make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are many sort of ideologies that are expressed in the film. Two of the big ones are those of Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X, which are reflected in the quotes that play at the end of the film. And I'm just going to read some excerpts from those quotes just to give the listener context uh, for them. The first quote is by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It says, quote, Violence as a way of achieving racial justice is both impractical and immoral. It is impractical because it is a descending spiral ending in destruction for all. It is immoral because it seeks to humiliate the opponent rather than win his understanding. It seeks to annihilate rather than to convert. It creates bitterness in the survivors and brutality in the destroyers. The quote by Malcolm X reads... Quote, I think there are plenty of good people in America, but there are also plenty of bad people in America, and the bad ones are the ones who seem to have all the power and be in these positions to block things that you and I need. Because this is the situation, you and I have to preserve the right to do what is necessary to bring an end to that situation, and it doesn't mean that I advocate violence, but at the same time, I am not against using violence in self-defense. I don't even call it violence when it's self-defense. I call it intelligence. Okay. Um, They mention in the movie at the very end when it kind of breaks out into chaos, they talk about Howard Beach. People are saying Howard Beach a lot back and forth. And Howard Beach was the site of a clash in 1986 on december 20th of 1986 three black men named michael griffith cedric sandiford and timothy grimes were driving from brooklyn to queens when their car broke down so they walked to a pizza parlor in howard beach a predominantly italian american neighborhood asked to use a phone but were told no phone was available so ordered a pizza When they left the pizzeria, they were confronted by a gang of white young men who severely beat Sandiford and Griffith with baseball bats and tree limbs and then chased Michael Griffith into traffic on Belt Parkway, where he was hit by a car and killed. Reverend Al Sharpton led demonstrators on a protest march through Howard Beach. The media would describe Michael Griffith only by his race while describing the attackers as, quote, baby-faced and teenagers, ultimately, which is something we continue to see happen to this day. Mm -hmm. Um, Ultimately, in December 1987, a year later, three white young men were convicted of manslaughter. And that is sort of where that story ends. But that was one of the big... um, historical events that influenced this film. Spike Lee dedicated the film to the families of Michael Griffith and of Eleanor Bumpers, Arthur Miller Jr., Edmund Perry, Yvonne Smallwood, and Michael Stewart, who were all murdered by NYPD officers. Michael Stewart 
is another person who they call out by name in the film. At the very end, mm-hmm. somebody says, it's just like Michael Stewart. He was a street artist arrested in 1983 in New York for writing on a subway station wall with a felt tip marker. I think he was 25 years old at the time. The police officers beat Michael Stewart. They used a nightstick to put him in a chokehold, which ultimately put him in a coma from which he never awoke. And he ultimately died in the hospital 13 days later. From UVA, quote, the all-white jury found the officers not guilty after seven days of deliberation, end quote. So again, they're just, we're very um, immediate and very recent Uh uh, events that the film pulls directly from. Finally, in a Guardian interview in June of 2020, somebody asked Spike Lee, What moment or moments of all those you put on the screen most surprised you with its cultural impact? To which Lee answered, do the right thing. People still going back to that film, especially today. How can you look at the NYPD's murder of Radio Rahim without thinking about Eric Garner and now Mr. Floyd? Mm -hmm. It came out 31 years ago. Mm -hmm. End quote. And that is the end of the historical context for do the right thing. A very American film. Uh-huh. Ooh. Oh. Thank you, Liana, for that historical context. Thanks. <clears throat> Man, it's, it, yeah. It's, it's difficult. I, w- I was, I mean, this is jumping right to the ending, but I was very, very stunned by it. It was, yeah, I mean, we'll have to get into the phone notes and, and get there, but Yeah. Okay. Sorry, everyone. We need to take a break to get a nice cold piragua. Oh, look, the ice cream truck. We'll be right back. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Well, Liana, thank you for that historical context. Yeah. I am so looking forward to seeing your first viewing, <laughs> to hearing what your first viewing of this film. Yes. Also outside of a, an academic context, which is sure inherently extremely annoying. Aren't we happy to be outside of an academic context <laughs> forever? Welcome everybody to Phone Notes, where we talk about the notes that we took on our phones while watching the movie. Hello. Okay, Sienna, you wrote, I remember watching Rosie Perez do this dance, especially the part that is simply abs and being so amazed and jealous. I feel like uh, that that was some of the best opening credits, though, to have somebody doing uh, an impressive choreographic feat. I definitely enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is how you start a movie. Because we've seen some snoozer credits particularly because they sure. open it up and they want to set the tone. There's been just darkness and four-minute overtures. No need the, for that. We've seen some in front of a brick wall before. Mm, have we? Gosh. Yeah, that was the, f- the first cowboy movie we watched where I fell asleep. I remember being like, are you kidding mm, me? Mm-hmm. Liana, you have said the 80s was psychotic. Okay, I was also, was this just during the Rosie Perez dance already? Yes. Yeah, that was right up top. The, 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 the things she was wearing, particularly the dress that was like, I think it was red and black, and then she was wearing matching tights and little shoes. Uh, the 1980s was one of the worst decades that's ever <laughs> happened. Yeah, there are some things that they wear in this that you're like, oh yeah, right. This was a crazy, crazy time for the culture. 80s, so interesting because there's some like such bold, like, yeah, poppy patterns, patterns and stuff. But then at the same time, like sweaters and like soft feminine dresses were in. You know, oh, like, yeah, Jane is wearing that hat, mm-hmm. like just like a beautiful hat from mm-hmm. a painting was kind of in. <laughs> and you're like, I guess yeah. this is all. Part it was of it. zigzags and it was beautiful hats from paintings. Yeah, and it was the the most. Like that color of a color. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Like the most orange, orange or the most yellow, yellow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In any pattern. Bright. Fascinating. Uh, Liana, you have said, and I was thinking about this just now. Mm. You said me with my night sweat. (laughs) Was that just kind of referencing the whole movie being everyone sweaty? Oh, man. Well, and you said it's working. I am hot and hungry. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they set it up that it's a really hot day. But specifically, there's a, a shot of a man lying in his bed sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, yes. <laughs> it's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> uh, somebody's back on her meds and those side effects are hitting her from every angle, baby. Ooh. 
Oh, but you know what? I've decided I'm just going to own it. I'm just going to openly have night sweats because that is not a secret that that you can conceal. If someone's in your bed and suddenly you are so damp. Yeah. (laughs) You got to be up front and say, hey, listen, I have the night sweats. I have the night sweats. (laughs) Deal with it. (laughs) Get into it. Get into it. (laughs) (laughs) This movie really effectively is so feels so hot i was amazed the whole time yeah they really did a good job of that i find that yeah it every time i watch it i get so sweaty <laughs> <laughs> i got so hungry this movie made me crave pizza so much that i, I left i left a stand-up mic early to go home to get to a pizza shop before it closed wow. and get a pizza wow something about the heat mm-hmm. and being hungry yeah it, it brings you to some, some It does place, something some, to the mind. It does something to the mind. And they're really making pizzas in this movie, by the way. Oh, they're really making food. Yeah. They're patting that dough. They, that man patted that dough for so long. Oh, this is so good. Liana, you said, oh my God, a tour of the AFI list with the celebrity wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking around and going, huh. That was crazy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone here seems to be white. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And it was actually a, quite a number of Italian-Americans as quite well. Quite a number of Italian-Americans on the AFI list. Liza Minnelli, Robert De Niro. It was just so many actors that we've seen in other AFI movies. I was like, whoa. So many. Damn. Yeah. Oh, literally? You mean literally the people on this were from it? From Yeah. Even John Travolta was on there. I'm talking about the, the, the headshots on the wall. Oh, yeah. No, I thought you meant just generally them all being so white. No. I didn't realize you meant specifically they the They literally actors. were the actors from the AFI list. <laughs> it felt like a tour of You're the other so movies right. we've seen. That's so funny. <laughs> Pretty wild. Oh, this list is sick. Sort of an an inadvertent, but also inevitable commentary on just how white this list is. Because like the whole point of this wall is that they're like, this is only yeah. white people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the fact that it's like, oh, wow, all the stars are the movies that we watched. Yeah. Being only Fun. white people. Yeah. Oh, boy. Fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sienna, you said spraying so much water into an angry man's convertible is hilarious. <laughs> he was like, "Don't spray any water in my car." Mm-hmm. You're like, "We and won't. We're like, not going to. We're not going to do that. Don't we worry. would not He's do like, that. Do not." I mean, I like they probably wouldn't have if you hadn't come up and said specifically, "Do not." Mm-hmm. The one thing that better not happen yeah. is, is you spraying water in this car. I will be so mad. <laughs> Let me tell you about this car is an antique. You see these seats? I will be so mad. They're like, okay, well, now we don't like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you go up to somebody and you're an a-hole to them and you say, don't do specifically this thing, they're going to do specifically that thing. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of a law of physics almost. My gosh, when that when he opened the door of his convertible and just water poured <laughs> out of it, that was so funny. No, no, I couldn't believe thing, how much water got in there. One thing that is enjoyable about this film is that there are such um, specific and strong characters who are all friends with each other. Since the community aspect is such a big part of it, mm-hmm. it's like friends hanging out and friends yeah. having like fun interactions and fun in the sun. They're having fun in the sun. It's what Hannibal Lecter was promised. Is one way you could look at the movie, do the right thing. No, 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 no. That is not how I would 
<laughs> I just think do the right thing is about having fun in the sun. Everybody <laughs> has so much fun in the sun. It's so fun. And they're in the sun. <laughs> in the sweltering heat, trying to survive. Yeah. But no, they really like I really the characters are very uh endearing. Liana, you've said apologies to my neighbors for this sequence of slurs. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I recently moved into this building and I was watching this movie with the windows open. I'm across an alley from an office of lawyers. And I don't know who was home within my own building. And there is a montage of people just yelling at other cultures uh-huh. with the worst things they could think yeah. to yell. Yeah. And I felt afterwards, like, I was like, should I poke my head out and say, hi, everyone? Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, Please, please let me explain. Listen. I have something called a podcast. And this is something called a film. Mm -hmm. These these views are not um, reflective of of the views held by the tenants (laughs) of this apartment. And I apologize for all of those things that just wafted into your rooms. Let me also explain to you America. And, uh, <laughs> the themes that might be uh, occurring in a film. Now, There's... what I am watching is a critique of a country called America. America. Some of you may have heard of it. I just, you know, like when you're walking past somebody's apartment and you just catch like a whiff of whatever they're watching or listening yeah, to, yes. but you keep you're walking. walking past... I was like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. no. They're just like the most specific angry mm-hmm. v- verbose yeah. insults that are so much specifically oh racist the invective in these Woof. oh this is so funny liana you said what are samuel l jackson's work hours at this radio station <laughs> i also wondered this he seems to be the only one working there i get confused with films sometimes too where i'm like what part of this is they mean that this is literally happening and what part of this is sort of like artistic narration or sort of a Greek chorus energy with that group of people who like come into the pizzeria, are following people around, etc. And with Samuel L. Jackson, I couldn't tell. I was like, now, <laughs> if this is a real man, he is working at dawn. He is working throughout the day. He seems to be working at midnight as well. Yeah. And as somebody who has been in discussions about work hours of late, they've been very on the mind. And so I was like, I don't think in his employment contract, he nailed those down. <laughs> he did look like he had the only air conditioned spot in the whole place, though. If mm. I'd been anyone, I would have been I would have been in there. Yeah. I really like I like a character like Jade, who is just so beautiful and makes everyone happy. Oh, yeah. You wrote everyone loves Jade. And can you blame them? Like she just sort of wafts through the neighborhood and everyone's mm-hmm. like, Aw, thanks, Aww. Jade. Jade, <laughs> Jade, I can't stay mad at you. Yeah. And then she was like, sort of I, the, the this guy is the best of Bedsty. But it's so much lovelier when it's a woman. True. There's something so earned about it. <laughs> yeah. It was a bummer, the Sal of it all, the way that he was sort of It's weird. Yeah. Ugh. But also at the same time. I didn't think he was being gross, gross. It just seems like he, he has a soft spot for her. 
Mm. I feel like as a brother, a possessive brother, Mookie was felt it was more gross. Mm. But I, he was. It was creepy but then when to he, me. But then when he when he brought up her eyes, it was like okay, he is yeah. fully crushing. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah. it was just like let me make you a nice sandwich. Right. And it's That's like, great. I would love that. I would I'm, love that. Make do that all the all the live long day. But as soon as it's like, oh, can I say that? Is it okay if I say that? I'm blushing. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say like, that. Okay. Yeah, stop that's it. true. Stop this. Stop. Stop this. Stop. What did you think of the the women characters in this? Because it's mainly it's Jade. It's what's Rosie Perez's character's name? Tina. Tina, and then it's mother sister. Mm-hmm. Those are kind oh, of the yeah, main three really that we is. hear from. And then um, the friend in the Greek chorus. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, they were they were kind of classic female characters. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they really made Rosie Perez really naggy. Mhm. And it's like fun and funny, mm-hmm. but um but yeah, I mean, they're written by men for sure. <laughs> and it is a bummer yeah. to know that she didn't want to do the nude scene, which I read about too when I was doing my mm. paper. Ugh. Um, Ugh. Yeah. It just was so that scene specifically i i just think it's so much more uncomfortable when it's your co-star is also the director Mm -hmm. there's just such a power dynamic there especially if it's your feature film debut oh my god yeah yeah Ugh, it did not feel good Mm. to watch that i mean much of the film felt that way but that just as like a scene that's supposed to be like erotic and like sexual between two consenting partners it was just like oh this is not that's true Mm-mm. Yeah, it was giving it was giving you a feeling that it didn't intend to be giving you, unlike the scenes that did mean to make you feel un- unhappy watching them, you know. Mm-hmm. And you didn't even know about that. She didn't. You didn't know till you were the historical context. Yeah, there was that extra level level of discomfort. Mm-hmm. Just that she didn't feel positive about it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Can you imagine hooking up with somebody when your mom is in the other room? I could not believe that. I think the door was maybe open. And, you know, even as somebody with night sweats whose bed has been damp, I was like ice in the bed, melting ice in the bed. Mm. Maybe yeah, particularly like as somebody with the night sweats. I was like, no, yeah. no, no. You Please want to no. avoid this as much as you can, because once it's there. Oh, my God. <laughs> A night sweats reading of <laughs> do the right thing. This part reminds me of... Seen through the lens of the night yeah. sweats. <laughs> A necessary and fresh take on the film. A, a way nobody has ever thought to look at it. <laughs> I think you said a necessary, but I do think that it is oh. honestly an unnecessary and fresh take. It's still a fresh take. That's sort of our whole podcast. It's like, well, it's a bit unnecessary, but it is it is fresh. Oh my gosh. They're certainly saying something other people, I guess, didn't. An unnecessary and fresh take on the movies you love. <laughs> Toss popcorn. Sometimes very necessary. Sometimes, uh, you know. <laughs> they certainly are two women who watched it two this white women two white women saw this movie and here they are talking about it i liked it <laughs> okay 
It was I good. I had the night sweats. <laughs> I, I, I'm so sweaty at night. I was hungry. <laughs> well, Liana. Yeah. Our final notes are, of course, about the very sad and tragic ending of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I, mean, I, I just... Well, you said, I can't believe how relevant this movie is, and mm-hmm. we simply must abolish the police. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Two white women watch this film. <laughs> it was so hard to watch. That was... It, I don't really have the words for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like beyond relevant. Yeah. It's like... It's like it, it just is so immediate, and uh, it just reinforces like the tragedy urgent. of it all. The fact that it's like watching this thing from 1989 felt like watching just like the news from 2020. Yeah. And mm-hmm. all of the years in between those and since. Mm-hmm. But God, specifically the, the imagery of just like of the murder was so. Yeah. Phew. Yep. Damn. It's very tiring that it's, I don't know, to watch it and be like, wow, this really portrays so mm-hmm. much of um, the conversations that we're still having. Yeah. Like it's really, it, it captures, as a piece of art, captures the themes that we're still mm-hmm. talking about in a mm-hmm. very urgent and real way. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's great that it captures that. Yeah. But there's something really um our country is disappointing <laughs> on many levels yeah obviously but do you need to leave your job very quickly to go take a shower at your sister's apartment <laughs> okay <laughs> we'll be right back the 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans and yet there's complexity at every turn criminal trials for one of those candidates, young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you could give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I was I was pretty amazed at how the film built up to that climactic scene. Yeah. Because in the first half, it kind of feels like, oh, yeah, this is like, like sort of a snippet of like a day in the life of this block. And it's like a very hot day, but you're just kind of seeing life unfold there. But the tensions that they sort of sow throughout and then escalate up to this, this tragic and like murderous ending. Mm-hmm. Um like, it felt jarring and also completely unsurprising, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. unsurprising from an American perspective of, like, this is what right. the cops do. But also, from a narrative yes. perspective, it was like, oh, yeah, I see how this all built to this. Especially the, like, weaving through of the reinforcing of just, like, what a hot day it was, you know? Yeah. The the motif yes. of temperature in the film was absolutely very this- effective. We can. This is actually a good time to transition into badges and trages into our oh, next yeah. segments, where we kind of talk about the the movie overall. Because I will say, like I, mm. I just think it, it makes sense to me that this was one that they had us do in a script analysis class. Because in terms of like stuff you sit down and try to put into a movie as the, an art form, mm. just like motifs and effectively uh, using your time. Mm-hmm. Like as an art piece, it just really works. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, it's it's a it's a really good movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome everybody to Badges and Trages, where we give badges for babies who are sleeping, <laughs> sleepy babies, and trages for I don't know tension between the races. Yeah. <laughs> I have a badge for a dance during the opening. Rosie Perez slayed that, and uh, that's a great way to start a film. Mm. Yeah. A badge for this assortment of hats. Samuel L. Jackson has an assortment of hats in front of his microphone at the radio station, and I love that. And those are just for him. It's an audio medium. To choose from. Oh, badge for the soundtrack. I Mm. love the soundtrack. It's one of the... Few albums that I own on my iTunes. Ooh. You know, on Apple Music, when you start your car and then it yeah. starts playing. Yeah. Um, especially the um, Can't Stand the Heat song. I was so, after watching this movie so many times, I was like addicted to that song for a while. <laughs> it got so in my head. That one. Anyway, great soundtrack. Great soundtrack, which really makes the movie. I I get why you like a good score. Yes. Badge for this purple apartment. Jade's gorgeous purple apartment. The soft purple that those walls were. That. Oh my that. gosh. It was beautiful. It was so jade. Um, it was so jade. So jade. So jade. Beautiful and soft. 
welcoming. Mm-hmm. I have a badge for <clears throat> conversations. This is one of those movies that is like a lot of, it sells a lot of its points by just having strong characters, having like endearing and rich characters discuss things mm. and talk to each other as friends and think about stuff. And I always just enjoy that. Like if you're going to have a lot of talking... <laughs> I yeah. prefer it to not be a narrative explanation of something that I don't understand. Instead, mm-hmm. just people meeting the meetings of minds. It's just a yeah. lot of conversations. It's like really kind of a series of conversations the whole time. And mm. I love that. Mm. I have a badge for myself because when Sal and Pino are having a conversation, Pino's like, my friends all laugh at me and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I wrote down, if your friends laugh at you, they aren't your friends. And then <laughs> seconds later... Sal said something along the lines of, if your friends laugh at you, they aren't your friends. And I was like, that's what I said. That's exactly what I said. Wow. You guys. Way to be an anti-bully. Thank you. A champion of anti-bullying. I'm a champion. I'm a champion of anti-bullying. I am. Um, I have a badge for. Oh, the scene where everyone backs up bugging out when he's yelling at the cyclist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that scene because he goes up and he's mad and then suddenly everyone's behind him and they're like, he talked about your mama too. Beat him up. And then Bugging Out's like, you're so lucky. You're so lucky that I am patient and I am fair because uh, boy, would I beat you up otherwise. I loved I loved the way that that scene ended with the guy going, I was born in Brooklyn and everybody going, ah, Uh, my final badge is a badge for Tina's line. The last time I trusted you, we ended up with a son. <laughs> Very funny. Um, I have a few more badges. I have a badge for it feels genuinely way too hot. This movie mm-hmm. is great at conveying the heat. It, yeah. It's great at that. Yeah. Um, badge for they're really making pizzas in this movie or they really make you feel like they are. They're throwing cheesy pizzas in the oven. Mm. Oh. Something about a hot day and a cheesy pizza in the oven. Mm-mm-mm. Gonna make you hungry. Mm. Um, badge for, of course, as a movie, this is like extremely, it's a badge and a tragedy that's extremely relevant. Yeah. Now. But just the conversations that they have are consistently relevant. Did you remember? I remembered what I was going to oh, say. What were you going to say? My badge was is for, this is one of the few on the list where it feels like it was actually doing something for society. Moving uh-huh. the needle forward, if you will. Absolutely. Watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a good movie that should be on a list of good movies. This makes sense, which yeah. is not something that we've experienced with many, many, many of the films on this list. Absolutely. Oh, uh, I'm so relieved. <laughs> I'm so, oh, I, I'm relieved I remembered that. Okay. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Um, that leads to my next badge. A badge for this just makes sense to me as mm. a use of the movie medium. Like so much of my experience with not liking movies is that I'm just like, what are they for? I just mm-hmm. as immediate like I just it, it, I don't like how they'll make me feel and they won't I won't get what they're trying to make me think about. I won't get it. But this yeah. is one where like as an art form, as an art piece to m- make you think about the things that it makes you think about. I, I, it just makes sense to me using the movie medium to do it. It was really effective mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. I think it's good at being a movie. It's a good yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, a badge for the baby. The baby's so cute. 
Hmm. Um, a badge for I just really like Rosie Perez. <laughs> I just Me too. really enjoy her in any performance. She, I like her vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Rosie. Um, and a badge for I think this is one of my favorite movies. Whoa! Oh my god! Well, I keep watching it. <laughs> Liana, tragedy. Yes. Um, yes, a trage for making fun of speech impediments. I don't know what that character was. Smiley is a complicated Mm -hmm. character. It's a, yeah, a troubling feature. Troubling. A troubling feature of the film. It doesn't feel like they're just like making fun of him, but it is troubling and it doesn't feel approved. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, (laughs) uh-huh. Does not feel sanctioned. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh complicated um i have a trudge for i mean like slurs obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> they're used most of the time they're used like for a reason and right to like show it's like a display yeah of the things people call each other but they also do like they say the r word at mm-hmm. one point mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. less <laughs> as like yeah a, a representation of hate speech you know so mm-hmm. I don't know. If you don't want to hear slurs, then this is not the movie for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trage for the camera is too close. I don't like it when the camera is too close on people's faces. Oh, I don't like it that. Does, it happens a lot in this mm. movie. I think I do like it when the camera is too close. <laughs> oh, Trage for Buggin' Out never gets to take a bite of his pizza. Oh. He might off screen after he gets kicked out of the... Pizzeria, oh, because he has but, a slice with him. Yeah, but it's one of those where they keep, he's like about to take a bite oh. and then he notices the photos. Then he's about to take another bite and then he starts talking about mm. it. With the acknowledgement that they have made amends, Traj yes. for casting yourself as the lead to make out with a young actress whose feature film debut it is. That is such a good point. Uh, yeah. And I get that people create things and star in them all the time. It's just always uncomfortable when it's yeah. the male director of the film with a super, super young actress. Yeah, it's an uncomfortable dynamic. Okay, uh, Traj for John Turturro's character. He is he is a Traj. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He does just feel really freaky the whole time. He's so full of hate. Yeah, um, yeah. He, you know, plays the role well, but. Um, mm-hmm. My final uh, trage is a trage for, oh, I'm sorry. Were you going to continue on that one? No. Okay. I forgot that you had more. <laughs> Thank you. Well, just one. My final trage is a trage for unnecessary boobs. I actually mm-hmm. thought that they were going to get around it because they were doing a stylized version where it was like close-ups on shoulders or knees or like bare legs, but from sort of mid-thigh down. And I was like, oh, what a tasteful representation yeah. and then it was the only thing on screen was boobs yeah and i said oh for fuck's sake mm-hmm. it was so it was unnecessary yes very much so <laughs> a trage for rosie perez is made she's forced to be so naggy mm. which is again it's also she like plays this in a very fun and funny way mm-hmm. when she's like yelling at him yeah but yeah just the there are moments where I'm like, okay, we get it. She's like, won't stop yapping on the phone. We yeah. hate women. Women suck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're so annoying. Yeah. Um, 
That was uh, sort of her only her kind of vibe. trait was uh, being annoying. But she was also so funny at it. When yeah, she was, no. Like, yelling. She was but great, anyway. but definitely his energy about her was like, oh yeah, my annoying girlfriend. <laughs> There's a part where she's he like goes to hang up the phone and she's like, blah, 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 blah. yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> Trage for Rosie Perez didn't want to show boob, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. But they've made amends. Blah, 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 they've blah, made blah, amends. But <laughs> those are all my tragedies. Woo! Liana, shall we oh. move on to our next segment, which of course is how to pretend you've seen this film. Yeah, this is for... You are sitting on your stoop on a hot day. Mm-hmm. It is so hot. You're just fanning your face. Hoping to um, catch a breeze. Hoping to catch a breeze. And Sal <laughs> walks up to you and he says, boy... Today is hot, and on hot days, I like to get up and walk around and look for people who are sitting and uh, looking like they just want to be left alone, and <laughs> I want to tell them all about the movie, Do the Right Thing, because mm-hmm. sweaty days make me want to explain movies and all the themes, and, and in order, you, you got a bad grade. <laughs> Sal is your TA. <laughs> Sal is Sienna's TA. In order to stop Sal from making a pizza of explanation at you, we're going to give you a few sentences you can say to pretend you've seen the film Do the Right Thing. Yes, Sal, I've seen Do the Right Thing. I wish you would make like that baby and go to bed (laughs) and be asleep. Yes, Sal, I have seen the movie Do the Right Thing. That film uses the motif of heat to represent the racial tensions that are also hot and scorching through the movie. Mm. God, that's I'm so bad at talking. <laughs> yes, Sal, I've seen Do the Right Thing. There is a line in it that is something that I have said to many of my young women friends when I've met their disappointing significant others come on that is an old man (laughs) yes sal i've seen the film do the right thing there's a certain level of irony in the name of the movie do the right thing because if we're left with anything at the end of the film it's that the quote-unquote right thing is often subjective Mm. Sal, yes, I've seen Do the Right Thing, and by explaining to me about this movie that I have seen and know about, you are acting like somebody who was referenced, one of my favorite characters who was referenced in this movie, you are being very like Boo Boo the Fool. (laughs) Yes, Sal, I have seen Do the Right Thing. The conversations in this movie between characters who are friends who have healthy debates represent the many different ideologies that exist within one community. Sal, I've seen Do the Right Thing. Something that is striking about the ending of it in terms of relevance to today is the messaging in the aftermath of the riot at Sal's, where people are talking about registering to vote and how the main thing that the government, the New York state government is focused on is the damage to property that was done rather than the lives that were lost. It's always about property. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, Sal, I've seen the film Do the Right Thing. Radio Rahim and his boombox represent how hip-hop is an expressive vehicle of protest for black youth, which um, would have been good if I'd mentioned it in my paper. <laughs> but, I, but I didn't. <laughs> Can you retroactively submit this podcast? Truly. I, I struggle to remember what I even... I mean, I must have just like written down scene by scene what happened <laughs> and said absolutely nothing oh, of man. symbolism or motifs well sienna yes my academic friend oh yes let us jump to the next paragraph of our podcast which is <laughs> should you watch this or in which we tell you if we think you should watch this movie or if you should do something else with your time liana mm. what do you think I think uh, this is another one where I think it's a movie well worth watching. And I also think if you don't want to watch a story about black trauma at the hands of the police, that Mm -hmm. is your right. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. you know what you could do instead if you're if you're not feeling that is you could go get a pizza and a piragua on a very hot Mm -hmm. day. Oh, have a slice Mm. and then cool off with some ice. Oh, my gosh. Piece of pizza on a hot, hot day. Mm. Sienna, what would you say? I'm gonna just be kind of annoying and say you should watch this one. I, yeah, I. This it's is one be, of your favorite films. It, apparently, it is one of my favorite films. I mean, it's mm-hmm. probably it's certainly um, of movies that are actually thought of as good. This might be the only one I like. <laughs> Because all my other favorites are such garbage (laughs) or are so stupid. And this Mm. one, I'm like, I really, I just, I do. I enjoy watching it. I find it very, um, uh, yeah, I find it very engaging. And I really like all the characters and I love the aesthetic. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, then let's take this right into Sienna. What would you rate the film? Do the right thing. This is also crazy and so annoying. The reason I find this annoying of me is because like... I don't know, from just a lot of it is I, I just I do respect it from a script analysis standpoint. Like I mm-hmm. I get the way that it's just checking off all the boxes movie wise. It's a hard movie to watch. So don't, mm-hmm. you know, know that. But I mean, is it crazy if I give this movie a five? Is it's one of your favorite movies. <laughs> OK, five out of five. I could watch <laughs> it a bunch of times. Woo. Five waterlogged convertibles Mm. out of five liana what about yourself i will give this movie four four delivered pizzas out of five i thought it did a great job in terms of you know the messaging yeah the boobs were so unnecessary in it and (sighs) Mm -hmm. that that unfortunately did knock it down for me um and then, yeah, it is like as a film experience, it is certainly a hard watch, which does not mean that you shouldn't watch it. Um, and it's not it's not like the films on this list that are hard to watch for just egregious, uncalled for reasons. Mm-hmm. It was hard mm-hmm. to watch because it was such a an accurate reflection of what's actually going on in reality. I think what it comes down to is it's a film that I actually respect. Mm. <laughs> And that is stupendously rare. (laughs) 
I do not respect film or filmmakers no. most of the time. But here is one. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Liana, we have reviewed Do the Right Thing. Woo! Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We have been Tossed Popcorn. We are on Patreon, if you can believe it, at patreon.com slash Tossed Popcorn. Somebody just signed up right before we recorded this. Thank you and welcome. We've got extra bonus content there. Join in on the fun. We are on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok at Tossed Popcorn. Toss us a follow. See the sweet, sweet stuff that's going up there as well. And join us next week when we will be watching Blade Runner. No. (laughs) We only have. No. We only have four left. No. Four left. That's freaking crazy. Oh, God. Wow. Four left. Thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye. You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. Okay, Sienna, you wrote, this baby is so cute and so sleepy. I agree with one of those. That baby was asleep the whole time. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.